0: Hey there, this is Hanna McGee and welcome to the iHeart2C podcast. Join my husband, John, and me as we talk about all the happenings in our favorite place, Canyon County. We'll be highlighting businesses, organizations, and just plain old people that make this such a great place to live. If you're tired of all the negative on the news and social media and need some inspiration, you have come to the right place.
1: Canyon County is one of the fastest growing areas in the country. It's a great place to live, and it's where we're raising our family. We're going to take a few minutes each week to talk about the place we call home, the good folks, and the great happenings going on in Caldwell, Nampa, and beyond.
0: So join us here at the iHeart2C podcast. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us again today uh, at iHeart2C. To I'm Hana McGee, and John McGee is here with me, my wonderful husband. We have an awesome guest with us today. I'm so excited to have Irma. She is the owner of the Jalapenos uh, restaurants here in the Treasure Valley. And it's such an honor because she is from Kenyon County and um, really has really stepped into a leadership role in this area, um, making an impact in so many different ways. So
2: welcome, Irma. Well, good morning. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Guys. Yes.
0: Thank you, I'm so glad to have you. Um, so why don't we start off and just have you share with us more about who you are, where you came from, and why do you, did you start Jalapenos, and tell us more about your business.
2: Okay, well, you know, I'm just an ordinary individual that was blessed enough to move to this wonderful state when I was about 10 years old and um really set uh, my goals high to live the american dream and and do something amazing in this world i never knew in what level that would be um whether it be that i would be working in the fields for the rest of my life and be the best field worker and crew boss i could be or or if god would have another plan for me and and uh, i grew up in emmet it was a wonderful life my parents Mm -hmm. worked very hard We all did um, have 10 siblings, well nine and with me is 10. So we had a family of 12 living in a small uh, one bath home in Emmett and we would drive over to Canyon County for about four or five months of the year every single day to Mm. work. Uh, this was the area that had the most work and the reason that my father was brought to Idaho to work in these fields because there aren't enough people and so we thought it was just amazing we uh, you know I I was raised in a little small kind of mud hut type of home in a really small town in Mexico with no water or electricity or um, food you know it matters so we just thought how blessed we were to come here and work in the fields and didn't know a different life so I went through high school and did a lot of odd jobs to make it, and I just wanted to serve, and I I wanted put to put myself on a platform somehow, some way mm-hmm. that I could tell people that that were like me that being in the fields was something to be proud of mm-hmm. that working, uh, hard alongside these, you know, a lot of uh, older men and stronger men than I was of course, uh, just being a small young girl, um, was something that I was going to be proud of every morning and try to do the mm-hmm. best I could. And so that is kind of the way that I've been living my life. I was uh, lucky enough where I went to work for my uncles in Arkansas and learned the restaurant business and immediately fell in love with it Mm, Wow! i thought how cool is it that i can work inside you know with air conditioner in a bathroom (laughs) and make the same amount of money or more than i was making in the fields and make people happy Mm -hmm. and be there to answer a question maybe or to make their day brighter and it just started feeding my soul immediately. I, it never, uh, you know, I didn't care if they left me $1 as a tip or they left me, you know, 20. It was my experience and my connection uh, between me and that customer. And I learned uh, so quick that that was the most amazing feeling I could ever get. Mm. And so I thought God had given me my life, my my blessing of serving the community Burritos and tacos and margaritas, and um, and so it is just a super cool thing how that turned into now serving the community in bigger and better ways, and and I just I'm so thankful that I that I was able to open Jalapenos because it has opened so many doors for me, mm. and it's not easy. It's a obviously the restaurant world. Sometimes I wish I was just picking corn again. Sure. <laughs> But uh, but it's so wonderful. It's so uh, delightful and giving and loving and and the community has been so, uh, so welcoming to me and my family and my staff. Now we will celebrate 15 years this December. Wow. That's so, yeah. So I now get to serve the community, not just food, but service them in. In helping in whichever way that may be, whether it may be what I'm doing currently, I have a a a young couple staying with me, mm-hmm. uh, going through a pregnancy, and I've actually just moved them in, and and they'll stay with me probably through the end of January, and that is also serving the community, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I would like to to really emphasize that, that we need to serve even when it's inconveniencing ourselves, mm-hmm. that what I've learned about services, that service is sacrifice yeah. and service is, you know, maybe getting off work last night at 11 at the Broadway location and, you know, turning around this morning to give someone a ride to work. Wow. And that is service. And that is what I think that I'm on this earth for. And, 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 and many levels of it. So Um, I just, you know, I'm really blessed. I'm loving my life. Mm -hmm. I think it's just going to get better and better. Irma, that's,
1: that's a really good point. And I like, I like the way you describe, um, all the things you do as the patrona, right? As the, as the lady (laughs) boss, it's like closing up late and getting up in the morning and talk, talk a little bit about in 2021 in the middle of a pandemic, when restaurants are closing right and left how how has that how is that mentality that service mentality how has that helped you not only stay open but continue to thrive how have you managed to do that
2: mm-hmm. You know, I think you have to get up every day and, and, and just uh, in whatever way you pray or feel or faith, have that every morning uh, and and carry it through the day with you. And I know that the the restaurant world is not easy, especially through a pandemic. But every day I wake up and I'm ready to take on whatever challenge comes my way mm-hmm with an open mind, with a positive mind. And whether it was, you know, a year ago where I was running around the parking lot, trying to find the silver Dodge van to give them their fajitas. um, I had to do it happily. And I had to have that type of mentality and know that it's not always easy. And and, and I think that if, if your mental state is one that you know you have to make it and there's no way that you cannot, um, you take the good and the bad and you just roll with it. So mm. I have just, when all of this started, I just started working harder. Mm. I could have closed down. I could have gotten all this PPP money. I could have made, prob- I could have gone on vacation like a lot of restaurants. Uh, owners did and it just took a couple months off it wouldn't have made a difference in my pocket but it would have made a difference in the pocket of maybe 150 of my employees mm-hmm. it would have changed wow. their life drastically mm-hmm. so i had no choice but to push harder than i ever had to make sure that we succeeded
1: yeah, yeah and i you know we were there the other night and just coincidentally well, it was it was uh, halloween or the day before halloween And we were there, and you had your employees and friends and their children carving pumpkins and painting Mm -hmm. pumpkins. And I have a feeling that that that's not just a a once-a-year thing where you bring your friends and employees together to do something um, as a group or something meaningful. I, I suspect you do more than that, and that's why you've been so successful. Talk about that. That family atmosphere that you've developed.
2: I, well, I think that creating a, a atmosphere that's safe and loving and for your employees is going to be part of your success. I care about them. I care about their well being. I want to help them be happier, healthier, better people, and and hopefully, you know, move on to college or or a better life, an easier life for them, and so that has to come to play every day and and putting those types of activities together, you know, calling my friends, um, that have the pumpkins and, and going to pick up a hundred pumpkins and craft painting. It's not easy. And it's, and it's, you actually spend a lot of money and time doing it, but that never can be why you do it. Right. The end result has to be what is it going to bring back to to the staff how are they they going to feel and how am i going to feel as a boss you know as a patrona doing this for them and so the joy that it brought me that night and that was our 14th or 15th um at pumpkin carving painting night the first time we did it we had seven pumpkins Mm -hmm. and the other day from whistle farms i bought 75 i was gonna say there's a lot there were a
1: lot more there Mm yeah
2: so that is super cool to see but you know what was super cool to see john that night and and i love seeing you guys there that you were able to just see the love that we have at jalapenos the coolest thing for me to see and was you know, every time I do this was having one of my cooks, one of my chefs sitting with his little guy on his lap, helping him carve a pumpkin for the first time in his life. My cook had never touched a pumpkin, painted a pumpkin. He said he's (laughs) ate them. And so to see that connection, those relationships build, because these men work so hard and sacrifice so much for me. So just seeing that little glimpse of, you know, him uh, Juan Carlos playing with his kids and helping them paint learning what you know what carving a pumpkin and connecting with his family was all about is you know why we do it and it doesn't matter at the end of the day what we spend how much time it took me to get everything those uh, moments are so joyous and it's something that I talked to him for about three days afterwards like how cool was that and the, the smile and the joy, not just in him, his face, I'm using his him as an example. And so many of my staff, especially the men that, you know, tend to, you know, Hispanic men tend to just work and not really take time to maybe play and, and be silly and, and let loose and, and relax. So that uh, is why I do the pumpkin, you know, the soccer game that we'll do on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. even when I, I'm afraid I'm going to burn the turkey <laughs> by running down the and taking them donuts or dutch bros oh, awesome. um i mean i have to do it it's mm-hmm. part of what who, what we do so we uh we, you know we do the soccer game uh, thanksgiving morning we do christmas eve at my house whoever doesn't have a place to go and and fourth of july rafting trips so many things that i do for them because they give me so much all year mm-hmm. so the little mm-hmm. things that i do uh, are just a testament of what we need to continue to do as businesses. We cannot lose that little touch. We cannot lose the things that matter. And that's, you know, connecting and loving your staff, mm-hmm. not just expecting them to do everything that you need for them because you're signing their paycheck. Right. They're really putting your your heart uh, into them as well.
1: I love that. Wow. And that's that service mentality. Not only is it great for your employees, they feel more connected. They feel more apart of what they're doing. They feel like they're part of something bigger, but let's be honest, it has also led to a tremendous amount of success for you and your family. I want you, we want you to brag a little bit about what has happened over the last several years. You're not just a little, uh, Mexican food restaurant on Caldwell Boulevard. (laughs) It is, you've grown tremendously. Tell us a little bit about that growth and success.
2: Well, that's been super cool to see um, how that's all working out. Uh, I was able to open my first location 15 years ago. And a few years after that, I partnered up with my sister to open up our second location uh, in Boise near the mall on Franklin. And mm-hmm. it has, uh, you know, again, allowed us to employ another 30, 40 people and and obviously make more success for us uh, financially financially. Um, then a few years ago, we opened up our third location on Broadway, mm-hmm. our biggest location yet. And we opened that up and pandemic happened. And it's been a little bit of a struggle with that location. But every day it gets better. And and it's really just opened up the doors for me personally to feel confident, to um, to know everything that I've gone through in my life since I was 10 has been worth it. Um you know, to really just love myself and, and my community more and, and know how great God is because you work really hard, but then to be able to say, gosh, you know, I, I need a night. I need to go stay at, at, down the street at the Riverside, like I did just the other day and get a staycation and not work, you know, and have a nice dinner and, and, and and just do a treat for me. Um, You know, it's all part of the the, the success feeling that I never knew that I would have. So, you know, you know success is measured so weird and oddly by everyone. And sometimes mm-hmm. I feel that I'm successful and I'm, you know, I've made it to the top of the world just by knowing I can have Sunday off.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So different things, but it's definitely opened up the door for me to be able to uh, be, be heard and be a voice and be uh, a support system for so many. And that is uh, such a feeling of, of success and and I just can't be more thankful.
0: I love that. Well, and I think too, it's it seems too that you, you have um, been able to connect to other organizations and really make an impact in the community, especially in Canyon County. Obviously that sticks out to me because of our involvement, but I see you everywhere, serving, speaking, Um, would you, with some of these doors that have been opened because of your success, could you share with us some of the other organizations that you serve on or, um, that you've been able to make an impact besides your, um, your, your own company?
2: Absolutely. So a few years ago I was approached, uh, to become a board member for the Nampa city, um, the chamber Mm -hmm. for our chamber of commerce here in Nampa and, I mean, talk about something awesome. I was beyond excited, uh, just honored that they would uh, ask someone like me to be part of what they are uh, so good at. Mm -hmm. And I, of course, uh, happily said yes. And I've been now with the NAMPA Chamber of Commerce, I believe this is three years And that's really led me to not only learn, you know, I I get to sit with the mayor uh, for luncheons and learn from her wisdom. Mm -hmm. I get to listen to our presidents and our other board members from all kinds of other companies talk about what works for them, what they're doing to help the community. And so that's been a huge honor. And uh, it, it allows me to visit different companies and learn um, how all that works. And and, and maybe also that it can help my restaurant by learning, you know, how this food service company works. Uh, so super cool to be part of the chamber. I do coffee uh, connections and on Tuesdays and get to meet so many business members and and neighbors that I would have never had the chance to meet mm-hmm. or that maybe would have just gone to the restaurant and and I and we would have said hello and you know the food was great but that would have been the end of it so it's getting us comfortable to be able to talk about issues and how we fix things in Nampa so that we can continue to make it something awesome about two years ago I was asked to be uh, I was asked to go to St. Alphonsus for a meeting with the president. And I went to this meeting and they asked me to join the St. Alphonsus board. Mm -hmm. And I was completely taken back. And I, at first, um, I'm not going to lie, at first I was kind of bothered by it. Mm -hmm. I was sitting in this huge office at St. Alphonsus and, and, you know, nice lunch was catered in. And the president said, you know, we would like, you to join this. And at first I hesitated. And I said, I didn't think that I was the right fit. Mm-hmm. And they need to continue to look for someone else. And you know, he uh the president looked at me puzzled and he said, you know, why would you say that? Be honest with me. We think you're the perfect fit. You know, you have been discussed for months and people think that you're exactly what the community board needs, a face, a voice like yours to represent. And he said, uh, I said, I don't think that that's what they would like. And he said, what does a board of a hospital look like to you? What do you think and envision when you envision a board of an organization of this kind? And I said, you know what that looks like? I said, it looks just like people like you. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And I said, and I don't fit in that pattern. And he said, what? I said, yes, you look successful. You're wearing a very nice suit. You have a nice watch. All of the things that people want to see when they look at success is what you look like. Wow. And I don't think that I fit on this board. And he looked at me and he reached his hand across the table and he said, this is exactly why I need you on my board.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it was so touching. It's hard to even talk about because I'll never forget that moment. And that connected, that connection that I made with Travis, because I felt his honesty just shine through at that second. And I knew that that was then my calling. So I said, yes, let's do this. And then the pandemic. And then I thought, why did I do this? Oh my goodness. This is so stressful. You know, I'm, I'm on a hospital board. I'm on a chamber board. I have a restaurant, like the three toughest things that could you could possibly be involved in, in this pandemic? How am I going to make a difference? And how can I help the community? And the toughest things are then your best blessings, right? Because God, I think, put me on all of these things at the right time so that I could help. Maybe I can help save one life. Maybe I can just give someone a hug and make their day after they've lost a loved one. But the knowledge also that these boards give me is far more than I can give them. And I am learning from some of the smartest, kindest people in this community. So it's just a win-win. I I am very involved with the Hispanic Chamber. Mm -hmm. I am not on the board of it, but I will assist and help them in any way, any time. Um, Which then, you know, I'm a big uh, believer in connecting the two chambers together. Mm -hmm. And I've worked with both the chambers to be a liaison between that so that there isn't a separation so that we understand and respect the Hispanic chamber is separate because they help people in these types of situations where maybe our, our regular Nyampa City Chamber wouldn't have those types of connections or that's not their priority at the time. So really working with both chambers, I think, has made a big difference um, in helping the community because, you know, at the end, you know, we're Hispanic, we're white, we're Asian, we're black, we're it doesn't matter. Right. Yep. At the end is how do we all work? together to make it just a really awesome place to live
1: mm-hmm. I love that um, we'll get you get you out of here in just a second but I do one of the one of the themes that's common in this discussion Irma has been your faith and how your faith has affected these decisions as you've as you've moved forward it's affected I think frankly the way you serve your employees and the way that you serve your community. Mm-hmm. Talk to us a little bit about how important that faith has been, um, as you've, as you've grown this business and as you serve the community.
2: Well, I think it's what gets me through every day. Um, even prior to you calling, I felt a little anxious and, you know, I, I just took a second and I, you know, said a few words to my God and, you know, just. Had said, you know, help me get through this day and do the best I can. I have a couple meetings after this, and and I just ask that that he just makes me the strongest, best person I can be every day. And so, faith is very important in any level of whatever you know. We have so many beautiful religions in our community, and and very, um, very you know, kind people. That it doesn't matter what building they go into for their faith, uh, respecting that. And, and knowing that it's what gets me through the day. And I pray that it gets them through their day as well, good and bad days. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a huge part of my life.
0: That's awesome. I love it. Yeah,
2: that's great. Um, One last thing
0: I I wanted to just ask you, since a lot of our listeners are from, from the Canyon County community, but the Treasure Valley is um, if they're in your perspective, People wanting, moving here, wanting to get involved and want to be able to serve in different areas or even during the holidays um, to make an impact in our community and give back. Um, what, to, in are you connected to any nor- nonprofit organizations or anything that's going on during the holidays that they could support? Or is there a way um, that you see that would be great for the citizens of Canning County um, to get, give, uh, give and give back? to the community in your eyes?
2: You know, absolutely. I think that, um, if, probably the easiest way. And if you want to really be part of our community is, you know, call your local Nampa or call your local chamber, mm-hmm. uh, whether you're in Nampa, Caldwell, whatever city you are in and ask, you know, are there families in need? Is there anything that I can help? What organizations are, um, are needing help obviously you know we have this wonderful boys and girls club here in in town um, in both nampa and caldwell that you know those little kiddos they always need something Um, whether you go volunteer your time we all have 30 minutes an hour a week if we really wanted to help Mm -hmm. so it doesn't have to be with money it doesn't have to be with items you can volunteer time efforts you know rake up your city clean up your downtown be somebody who wants to make a difference Mm -hmm. and I and I cannot say that uh, enough there is something that you could do every single you know whether it be a day week once a month that makes your community stronger not only does it make your community stronger but it makes your family Mm -hmm. a better one and so you know, sometimes uh, people will ask me, well, I want to do something, but I just don't have the money. Hey, come volunteer with me. Mm-hmm. Listen, you know, yesterday they handed out turkeys. We could have used more hands to throw turkeys. Mm-hmm. Um, we we always need help uh, with our for our elderly. Something as simple as going with Meals on Wheels to visit, you know, uh, maybe an older woman who hasn't had a visitor other than Meals on Wheels for two years. Wow. Do you know what it does? For them, for you to sit down with them for even 15 minutes and ask them how their day is. Mm. I have this, uh, I have lots of beautiful neighbors, but I have this beautiful neighbor um, right across the street, and she's widowed and she's alone. And I invited her over with my daughter the other day, and me and my daughter said, Let's have Karen over. And she put makeup on, curled her hair. Awesome. to walk across the street to sit at my kitchen table for a cup of tea or coffee mm. and it made i mean we ended up talking to her for about 2 hours but it made her year mm. it didn't make her day right it made her year it made such a difference and what what i taught my daughter that day was that you she, she knew she knew halfway through the conversation when karen spoke about a story and cried mm. Deja, my daughter's Deja, Deja knew at that moment, how it touched her heart. Mm -hmm. And she knew why then I do the things that I do sometimes because you know i have to teach her to do them as well so anyone um that we can just take the time to give back but start with your your chambers mm-hmm. um you know boys and girls club salvation armies there's so many wonderful uh, organizations that always could use help so um and i'm always welcome to talk to anyone come in the restaurant talk mm-hmm. to me um tell me what kind of things you're doing for the community and maybe you know i'll say uh just like the other day um uh, there's an organization that helps women who are ill with cancer, and they put them in a hotel for two days while they remodel their room because that might be the last room they have for mm-hmm. until their next home. And I said, How can I help? So now I'm giving these families dinner cool. because they're going to be in a hotel for two days. Mm-hmm. That's great. Something so simple. Yeah. So being open to connect and, and, and really wanting to help especially for the people that are moving in to this beautiful state, uh, you know, we'll keep it just as beautiful by being part of what has made it this, right? If we think about why do people want to live here? Because it's so awesome. Mm -hmm. Then we just, we will continue to grow and we can even make it more awesome, Mm -hmm. but we have to, you know, kind of train the people that are moving in why it's awesome, be part of that thing that makes it so cool, make it a great place to continue to be in. And, Mm -hmm. and so, yeah, lots of different ways. Thank you.
1: Well, Irma, take this as a compliment. You've, you've made me hungry. (laughs) (laughs) All I think about right now as we're getting close to lunchtime is uh, going to jalapenos. So
0: steak chimichangas. That's right.
1: Well, we, we appreciate the time and, uh, and just love hearing about what you're doing in Canyon County and all the great things. And Uh, What a, what a great success story you Mm -hmm. are. And we're, we're just, uh, we're honored that you came on today and that you were able to spend some time with us and would encourage all of our listeners. If you're looking for some great Mexican food to head down to jalapenos, you'll get great food and And great service. Mm
0: -hmm. Yep.
2: thank Well, I have to say, I, I've been honored to get to know you both more and I, I just think you're such amazing people and you are what I look up to as well, John and Hannah. I, I, Thank see you. you as such leaders and mentors for me and I just can't wait to get to know you and your family more and mm-hmm. uh, before you know it we're going to have the kiddos over there busing for me yes. and helping me host <laughs> but it's super cool to get to, to know you guys too so mm-hmm. thank you for everything you do for our community as well no problem
0: well you have a wonderful holiday season and we will see you soon thank you for joining Sounds us
2: great thanks very thank bye-bye. you thank Bye. you a nice day bye-bye
1: Thanks for joining us on the iHeart2C podcast. Do you know someone or something that we should highlight? Would you like to get the word out about your business? Send us a message at podcast at iHeart2C.com.
0: You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at iHeart2C. If you like the podcast and are listening on Apple, make sure to leave a review. Until next time, keep it local and keep supporting Canyon County.